You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. In a world where film studios have pillaged every young adult novel, DC'd every comic book series, and Frankenstein every silver screen monster in search of the next movie mega franchise. Two nerds. Two movies. One cinematic universe. This is Randy. And this is Jasper. And this is Jesse. In the future, we'll be unveiling our newest vaping podcast, Cinevapic. We have such clouds to show you. Wait a second. What? 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 What's wrong? <laughs> I just I, no. I, I feel like I feel like somehow we've gotten our garlics wires crossed. We've crossed the streams. <laughs> Never cross the streams. Hey, everybody. Jesse from a little show you might have heard called the Garlics Podcast is joining us today. Oh, hey. <laughs> so. Jasper's lost it. <laughs> I just like, oh, hey. <laughs> Jumped right in. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a while. Oh, man. Jesse joined us, and we watched two movies. And they were old. They were old. Old. Older than all of us here on the show. True. <clears throat> True. Listen, there's a big movie came out. Big, big Marvel movie came out this weekend. Wait, this wait, wait. Weekend. An MCU movie? I did it. It was, an it was actual, me. An you, you said. <laughs> I made the reference. An you MCU brought in movie? MCU. Check mark. Uh, so, yeah, there's a big Marvel movie coming out this weekend, this last weekend. Uh, so we figured we'd, we'd, we'd celebrate that, you know. Right now, everybody's talking about Ant-Man and, and the Wasp. So uh, we watched two movies, Ants and the Wasp Woman. Wasp Woman. They're basically the same thing as the Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's an ant. <laughs> lots, lots, lots of ants. There's ants. <laughs> All right, so we watched Ants from 1977 and The Wasp Woman from 1959. And Ants has like a like a subtitle, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got it's yeah, I was a little thrown by that. Um it's like Panic at Manor Lake or something like, like that, like Manor. Lakewood Manor or something. Yeah. Lakewood Manor, yeah. Okay, that's what the movie title itself actually said. But if you look it up, um, it can be found under the title of Ants. It's like Panic at the Disco, but it came out a little too late. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna do this chronologically, right? We're gonna start with the Wasp Woman. Let me give you a little summary of the Wasp Woman. Got ants in my pants. <laughs> I have ants in Jasper's pants. The Wasp Woman from 1959. Uh, screenplay by Leo Gordon, directed by Roger Corman. This is the first Corman movie we've covered on the show, I believe. I could be wrong. I'm sure Jasper knows nothing of Roger Corman, and that's fine. But Roger Corman was like a prolific kind of B-grade movie producer uh, he, and director, but he produced a ton of movies. This is one of his lesser-known ones. <laughs> Overview. A cosmetics queen develops a youth formula from jelly taken from queen wasps. She fails to anticipate the typical hoary side effects. That's a weird description, but that works. People in this movie include Susan Cabot, Anthony Isley, and some other people. Listen, a couple 
episodes ago, we had trouble with Wilf, Wil, Wilford Brimley, so don't worry about the other people in this movie. <laughs> just just don't, don't worry about them. So the Wasp Woman. So really, that that overview is not totally in, inaccurate, but uh, she doesn't develop it. A, a scientist guy develops it and then pitches it to her. Good timing on his behalf because her cosmetic sales, she's the face of her company. The company, I can't remember the name of it offhand. Oh, Starlin. Starling Enterprise. Yes. Yeah. Her, her, her cosmetics companies, the sales are declining, and they think it's because she's taken her face off the packaging. She's not modeling for it anymore because she was the face of the company, but now she's getting older. And along comes Wasp Guy. Dr. Zinthorpe. Dr. Zinthorpe. That's a good... Isn't that a good... Sci- that's a good mad scientist name right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So had you ever seen this? No. And what did you think? No. Yes. I hadn't either. I have not, no. What you guys think of this? Uh, go ahead, and Jasper. You look ready to go. I, I'm actually, I, I'm super excited to hear your thoughts on this. I was intrigued by this movie. Okay, now, again, MCU counter. Here we go. Already? Oh, wow. boy. Now, I like the CG and stuff of the new era stuff. Oh, we get MCZ, MCU <laughs> and CG. Check, check. Okay. <laughs> check, check. Was Max Van Saito in any of these? No, I don't think he was. <laughs> <I'm fighting. laughs> no, um, but I like these older movies, like the okay. old black and white movies. Nice, okay. Because you then get to see what they had to do for like special effects, but story driven. So you you can't really rely on things to tell the story like CG and effects. But the thing I liked I liked about this movie was the whole entire time I was thinking that the Wasp Woman was going to be the queen turns into like human form Mm -hmm. not her actually turn into the weirdest wasp i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) yep like the the initial reaction when she turned into the wasp was what the hell is this what's going on like and then i just i know thinking back now why she like started just killing everybody maybe it's because he's you know he keeps saying that the female wasp does that to whatever that's not her, mm-hmm. her enemies. So I was just like, it just, it went from like real slow to like, boom, here's the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. What did you think, Jesse? Okay. So, um, I, I can't talk about black and white movies without, uh, mentioning that I have an intense love for, uh, what Christopher R. Mim is doing with, uh, Basically, uh, what does he call them? He calls them the best of the worst good bad movies from the the era of the fifties. Like he's basically creating new movies from that era, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he like he he straight up pulls tropes from all of these black and white movies. And so when I'm watching a movie like this, it, it, it immediately pulls me back into that. And it does, you know, it doesn't hurt that I am a fan of like Dr. Who from the black and white era from the, for the sixties. I, I love the universal monsters. So, you know, like I've, I've watched a few black and white movies in my time. And so watching this, I was like, yes. And, and all I could think is, Dude, it's a Wolfman movie. It's basically Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, but with a woman lead at this time. You know, like, this is not women's lib kind of era. This is, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, and not only is she, like, the lead, she is in charge of the company. Now, granted, the 
patriarchy is strong in this movie because they are trying to unseat her from power. But like she's in charge, man. Like not only is she the face of the company, but she runs the company. And then she like basically is the undoing of the company. That's a really good point. It, she's just so super I, I was strong. Kind of character. surprised by that, you know. Like, like this is very forward thinking for that time. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about it, but you're right. And and there's it. It feels like there's. It's not the majority of the cast are women, but it's about half and half. I'd say. Yeah. And you know, okay, it's it's a cosmetics firm, but yeah, your point is still super valid. It's that's well, interesting. Well, now that you mention that, like even the even the other characters who are subordinate to her, they are still strong characters. You know, like her receptionist, <laughs> drop. I've got two words for you: drop dead twice. That's three words. <laughs> That girl made me laugh so many times because she always she always answers the phone in that like seductive Starling Enterprises. She does, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy the '50s monster movies. They can one. My biggest concern going into this was it's going to be a slog. It's going to be slow. It's going to be hard to sit through. And it's not only is it a it's a '50s monster movie. It's a a super low budget '50s monster movie, and it is. Yeah. It's Super low budget. Almost the entire movie takes place in... uh, There's a few sets, but essentially one location. Uh, Outside of the intro, like the introduction to the scientist, most of it takes place in a couple buildings. The incident that occurs to the scientist, that's also outside, but like that could be literally outside the set or or the the studio, you know? So it is super low budget, but I, I think the structure of the... I think... The biggest thing against it, though, is the structure of it, because it's a lot of technically nothing until the very end, when all of a sudden it's everything. It's the Wolfman in like the very end of the movie. That said, I, I kind of I liked it. I kind of I mean, it's not amazing, but I, I was kind of into it. I, I dug it like the shifty dudes trying to, you know, convince that Janice is her name is being um, swindled. And just kind of going about everything, just super underhanded. They've got the the secretary stealing documents out of the out of Janice's office. Just that whole thing, I found kind of effective and frustrating, but in a good way. It was supposed to be frustrating. I was super into like seeing what happened with like how these tests on Janice progressed to the point where I was disappointed once things started did started happening because it just it was like there was no progression there was a little bit of progression and then everything like I said right once that whole Dr. Frankenstein hubris kind of kicks in mm-hmm. and she's like this isn't this isn't working fast enough for me yeah i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to do it i'm going to do the whole thing <laughs> which i was like dumb bad decision bad decision <laughs> like do i guess not i go get- in there you got to do it to pick up the pace of the movie, but no. First off, these haven't even been tested on like anybody. You just get straight tested on yourself, and then you're going to go against what the scientist who's testing on you is saying to do. Dumb decision, but whatever. That's her hubris. Doctor <laughs> Zinthorpe had me hooked from like the first m- minutes of the movie. I think this stuff was added. I think I read somewhere that this stuff was like added to pad it for TV kind of thing because it was a pretty short movie. And then they like added scenes to the front end of it 
so that it would have a longer runtime when mm-hmm. they put it on TV. And so I think all of that stuff where he's just like, I was like, this is such a bizarre scene. Him just wandering through the woods, like not knowing where he's going. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like most beak, he's got like a full beekeeper outfit on and he's like mm-hmm. looking around. And I was like, I don't think this is how beekeeping works. Like typically beekeepers know where they're going. He just looks lost through those opening scenes. And I'm like, all right, uh, what is this guy doing? Because I'm already lost. And then, and then he, finds, he finds what he's looking for and he brings it back and everybody's like, this guy's crazy. Who brought these wasps in here? I liked his character too. I, that's the one thing. I liked a lot of the characters. I, yeah. I, I liked the scientist character. He's weird. Technically a mad scientist. But like the friendliest mad scientist ever. <laughs> right, right. Janice, the boss, she, this was her last movie ever. I guess she just stopped oh, wow. acting. Yeah, she just stopped acting after this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess it doesn't go up from here, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a great movie, right? I actually found right. her like, she was really good. And oddly enough, I think I liked her acting before when she was quote unquote older. Because even though yeah. she doesn't actually get younger, she appears younger. You could tell they put a little bit of, they did a little bit to old up her face. But I thought her acting was super on point. Like, I thought she was really good. And then when she got, like, took, started taking the stuff and appeared younger, I guess she was supposed to be more, not giddy, but just a more lighthearted. I, you know, like, I, I felt she, did like seem she was a supposed manic, to be yeah. going a little crazy already. And that didn't work as well for me, but I thought she was really good. Yeah, so the agree. acting the acting wasn't bad. The acting wasn't bad, especially for that. Nothing time really took me out of it, you know, other than the time period. Like it was a product of its time. Like mm-hmm. other than that, like I felt like it was very cohesive. You got anything, Jasper? I just had the trivia part. There's actually like four things of trivia. <laughs> well, hit us with one of the trivia parts. Well, one is you pointed out this was Susan Cabot's last movie. Oh. Before you hit the next thing, mm-hmm. I did want to make a. I wanted to add on to what something Jesse just uh, said about the length of the movie. Even with whatever, I didn't know they added stuff to pad it out. I mean, I it's kind of obvious that they padded it a little bit here and there, but even with that, the movie's only like seventy minutes long. Yeah. So the, so going into it, I think I used that as a selling point for both you and Jesse. I was like, so uh, you know, nineteen fifties low budget monster movie but it's only 70 minutes long <laughs> right so it's it is a pretty quick it's a pretty pretty short movie what do you got okay so yeah the, but the one i just told you that was her final movie the role of the beekeeper played by aaron kincaid was added at the film's initial after the film's initial release okay so in that in that extra scene that they used to pad the movie yeah the directors in the movie has the doctor in the hospital okay even though the copyright of this movie is 1959 there is clearly at least one part of this movie that was filmed in 1964 or later. Uh, when the private investigator gets the ad- address in Manhattan for the elderly bee guy, Eric Zinthrop, he calls Jerry and tells him to get right on it. The movie then cuts to a young guy in an office, and then without any dialogue, he and another guy drive around and search of Zinthrop. One of the cars parked on the, the street is a 64 Impala. Ah, interesting. Wow, so they they added some stuff years later. Mm-hmm. I did notice wow. the car driving scene, and I thought, oh, man, they're already using some green screen stuff. Uh, debuted in theaters as part of a double feature with the movie uh, Beast from the Haunted Cave, 1959. Never seen it. It says the film has a similar premise to the 
another science fiction horror flick that was released a year earlier, The Fly. Yeah, very uh, much so. But the last one, the good one, the this one I didn't see actually when I first searched these up was uh, in one of the final scenes. A bottle of acid is thrown at Susan Cabot, but she isn't acting when she throws her hands up after it strikes her. Someone had filled the breakaway bottle with water. Oh. Uh, and it was so heavy that when it struck her, she said, I thought my teeth had been knocked through my nose. Oh. Um, the fake smoke used to simulate the acid also choked her. After falling through the window, unable to breathe, she tore some skin off along with her monster makeup, leaving a huge purple mark on her neck. Oh, well, maybe, maybe that's why she was oh, dang. done. Yeah. That and that cat. <laughs> I love the cat with just like some... <laughs> Sort of some wings to its or back. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's t- let's talk about the Wasp Woman. All right, I, we've been talking about the Wasp Woman, but let's talk about the Wasp Woman. <laughs> I don't know how much you guys saw going into it. I know Jasper, you said you did not expect it to be what it turned out to be. Yeah, <laughs> I I did know because I looked it up to like to, I searched the movie out. The poster of this thing shows a giant wasp with a woman's head. The actual wasp woman of this movie is the complete opposite. It is a woman's yeah. body with a wasp head. It like the fly. It's a human body with an insect or a, with a wasp head and like wasp tentacle like arms hands, things. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, some kind wasp of gloves. Yeah. It made me think of Christopher R. Mims' uh, Where Skeeto Nazi Hunter. Wow. That's basically the same monster treatment as uh, a big bug head mask. And then, like, some kind of gloves. I was thrown because there's no, there's, unless I'm forgetting, there's no transformation scene, right? Mm-mm. It's just, she kind of acts a little wacky, and she just appears, and it's the wasp outfit with, with, her, with her dress on still, and attacks somebody. And then, like, the next scene, she looks completely normal again. And I was super thrown at first. I was like, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, me too. I was like, what, what, does she remember it? Is she, Like, what's going on here? Like, is, she, mm-hmm. does, is this completely amnesia when, when she's not the Wasp Woman? But it was super intriguing, too, at the same time. Like, not knowing was like, I, I am glued to this thing now because I'm, like, trying to figure it out. I really feel like they could have – that last act, the movie is like – Ten minutes is the first act, the setup. Most of the movie is the second act, where it's just kind of cruising <laughs> along, and then yeah. the third act, the climax, is just the last ten minutes, fifteen maybe. Like that's kind of how the movie is. The fact that they just had her switch back and forth, and she'd kill somebody as the wasp, and eventually it did be- look like she was aware. Yeah, like that little climax could have made for a decent like driving force of the majority of a movie just kind of you know people keep disappearing and that's what i kept right. trying to figure out if she if she knew like or she was like oh no i killed these people but she always it, it always seemed like she didn't know she did it but also seemed like she was kind of hiding it yeah at first it seemed like she didn't know but then she towards the end well once once the doctor once she's really looking for the doctor like she needs to talk to him it was like i think there's something up here like she knows she's she's kind of aware when she does this stuff whether or not she can control herself, she knows. Although the doctor is a terrible businessman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He signed no no contracts, no nothing. Nope. Just so long as she promises him that his name will be attached to whatever discoveries, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nope. Get that contract signed. Yeah, bad idea. But then again, he's not liable for all her debt or all her killing, though, because there's no contract. He doesn't technically work for it. 
Did he end up dying? Did he get he got killed at the end though? Didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, because he has like a heart attack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It wrapped itself up. Oh well. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. There's not much to say about that movie. Okay, are we ready to wrap that one? <laughs> I think we said a lot for, about it, considering. Yeah. Yeah, really. I thought we did. Ratings. I think we should hand this to Jesse first. Yeah, you're right, Jesse. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. It was it was Jekyll Jekyll and Hyde. It was uh, the Wolfman. It was awesome. I'm giving it a three. Like out of the two, this is the one I would like actually three watch star. It. Yeah, I'd give it three. It's nice. It's the road here. What What about you, Jasper? I was going to say just for and in, for intriguing me more than I thought it would. Three point five. Three point five. Whoa! I did not call that one. I I figured I'd have me the, either. I figured I'd have the highest marks on this. Wow! Yeah. Holy uh, crap! Okay, but that that the next movie that rating's flopping. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, I gave the Wasp Woman two stars because it met and exceeded my expectations, but it's still like ultimately I when I when I thought about it. I was like, would I watch this again? Is it something that I would enjoy watching again? No. No. I'm fine with the story. The story wasn't bad. I'm fine with experiencing it once. But it's not It's not even something I could recommend to somebody because there's, in the massive catalog of, like, 50s monster, you know, man-turned-animal or giant-animal or whatever, both of these movies have a, another similar theme other than just the bug connection. But uh, there's better. Or there's worse that are more entertaining. So, yeah, it's bad, but just good enough to not really be bad, but just bad <laughs> right. enough to sure. not really be good. So you know, two stars. I thought you'd go a little bit higher than that. You know, I feel like it should be higher after our discussion, but that was my gut instinct at the time. So that's what I'm gonna go with. Got to stick with it. Yep, sure. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right. So from the uh, where was this? Manhattan. Was it New York? From, was it really? The, uh, <laughs> I believe so. That's what they said. From the glitz and glamour of a 1950s New York cosmetics firm. I don't know how to do that one. Uh, to the where was okay? God, where was is, where was the to the Lake, Lake Lakewood Lake is so is it like I guess I I kept thinking it was like in California or something, but if it's Lakeside, then it could be anywhere. To the calming rustic decor of lakewood manor tell jasper yes sir what's the next movie we, d- we discuss and tell us all about it it was uh ants the 1977 tv movie uh the plot was an old-fashioned lakeside hotel is targeted for purchase by an unsavory gambling conceal promoter and situated next to a construction site it is attacked by an army of poisonous ants Efforts to contain the ants and rescue those trapped in the hotel are hampered by the progress of the creepy crawlers upward floor to floor. But were was they, it, though? <laughs> was it the ants' fault? <laughs> it's true. Oh, God. When we get into that. <laughs> the cast and crew was Robert Foxworthy is Mike Carr. It doesn't actually tell me who the producer is. Oh, there he goes. Our director, Robert Shear- Shearer. Shearer? Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, written by Girdan Trueblood. That's a name. It sounds like a fake name. Linda Day George is also in here. Gerald Gordon, Bernie Casey, and Barry Van Dyke. 
about Susan Sam- Summers? Wasn't she? Suzanne's, Susan? yeah, that's weird. Suzanne Summers, she's way down the cast list, which is weird because she's like one of the main hmm. people. But uh, well, I think yeah. this was like back before she was anybody. There's legit. But like now we all know her. <laughs> she's the only name. But back then, I think this was she like. Hot. This was before she was anybody, maybe. This is a pretty obscure movie. It is a 1977 made-for-TV movie that, as far as I can tell, you can only find on YouTube. But it's on YouTube, so it's free. And the version, I'm not saying it's legit, but it's free. The version I watched had, was it Dutch subtitles? Yeah. It had some kind of subtitles. It was right there in the like video description of it. It was a VHS rip from some... Uh, Holland, some company based out of Holland. It's like a previewer. So, like, you're not supposed to watch it. You're not supposed to share it with anyone. <laughs> and that's what we're watching the previewer. But when I found this in my uh, Ant Man and Wasp ode here, like, I was so intrigued. I was like, no, we got this has got to be it. This has got to be it. <laughs> See, I thought we were going to go with the classic them, the, the public oh. domain. Them. That would have, but that one's that too good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and that, that one's maybe too good. That's basically like an aliens precursor. And I wanted to actually because it, it would have matched with the other movie a little better. But oh, I don't know. I, I we'll see oh, about really? that, sir. We okay, will see about okay. that. <laughs> I'm excited. Does anybody have like? I'm guessing nobody's seen this before. No, no. I didn't even know it existed before this. Uh. Anybody have a biting desire to go first? Oh, pun intended. I'll, I'll jump in if you guys have nothing. Um, what was it that I said to you, Randy, on uh, Instant Messenger? Basically, this one, uh, for the for the better part of the movie, you could call this not ants, but uh, what was it? Dudes kissing blondes? Yeah, yeah, that was because the movie. Because that's the lion's share of this movie is just, 70s dudes kissing blondes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was practically something for the uh, Hallmark Channel. It was something I found interesting, especially after talking about the Wasp Woman just now. Whereas the 1959 movie actually had like strong female characters in lead roles doing like lead jobs. And somehow, there is only the seven- one. There is literally one female character in this in this movie, and she's in a wheelchair. Dude, the the women in this oh, this movie is bad. This movie is a big step backwards. Yeah, big step backwards. Right away, it opens with um, other than the construction site scene, which, by the way, so some guys get buried under some dirt in the construction site scene. I was a little shocked by that. I was like, whoa, that was yeah. a pretty. Con- they buried those dudes in some dirt. That looked like a scary stunt. Right. Uh, that's in some trivia. Oh, oh, Snapple. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and hit us with that trivia real quick. I know it's a little early to start trivia, but it, okay, you, it's so, relevant. So stuntman Conrad Palmazano was buried alive for the film with only a garden hose for him to breathe air through. This was only tried once for this film. He would only do it one time, so they had to get it right the first and only time as a very dangerous stunt. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> like the, he would only do it one time. He's like, "This is once. once." I'm only breathing through a garden hose once. Yeah, that sounds scary. But so the first scene uh, beyond that is it's some uh, basically this for that workplace sexual harassment. I was like, "What is going on here?" 
because it's yep. this it's not established like i guess it's established that they're not a couple this this guy the on quote-unquote unsavory character who wants to buy this hotel or, and his assist his suzanne summers yeah <laughs> and she, she she did look good i hope that doesn't under, undercut my statement oh she made a whole career out of looking good so mm-hmm. but she, he keeps pushing he's trying to push her to like he gets mad, like legit mad, that she reserved two rooms, separate rooms for them. And then, like, it becomes joking, like, jovial. But he's like, he's pushing hard. And I was like, oh, oh, this is not good. And, right, like, right. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't get much better for most of I mean, she ends up going along with it. She, she seems like she's in it for the money, obviously. Like, she is not interested until it seems like. He's gonna get make like the deal might happen, and she's trying to talk him into making her partner, other than just bed partners. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's pretty much a line right there. And I don't know. I was trying to think the other, the younger, the younger blonde that seems is it, maybe is it Valerie. Sure. Oh God, Linda. Oh Linda. that character. Oh my goodness. I mean, not to say that there's not some attraction, but like she starts macking on this guy right away for. Basically letting him her stay in his room, and it's just whatever. And she's whatever. basically supposed to be homeless. Like she is the most Farrah Fawcett looking homeless person ever. <laughs> uh huh. Yep. And that relationship just just happens out of nowhere. The whole impetus is she was kind of hoping he would take her in, like verbatim. <laughs> I was really just kind of hoping you'd take me in. Yeah. Yeah. She just wanted him to take care of her, and he was okay with that. Yep. He's all right. He's a big, dumb. Was he blonde as well? He looked. I think, I think he, he was, was like a lifeguard. He he was like a dusty blonde or a brunette. One of Flash the two. Gordon looking dude. Flash, <laughs> a little ah! bit like curly, curly surfer dude, kind of looking haircut. Uh-huh. That's why I kept Save thinking this was West banana? Coast. And then the other main female character characters. Well, I guess there's a few. Because you've got the older lady in the wheelchair that owns the place. Right. You've got her daughter who really just kind of seems like she wants her mom to sell the place so that she can go get married to the construction guy outside and move to Florida or something. Or yeah, somewhere. That, That's Valerie. And is that Mike Carr or what's his character's name? I don't know. I'm not sure offhand. I, I thought his character's name was Mark was Mike Carr, but uh, maybe maybe I got the actor's name. Anyways, those two. And that was, again, like, <laughs> seemed like sexual harassment, the movie, uh, because you don't know that they're a couple until he basically pulls her into the men's restroom and starts making out. Yeah. So, again, yeah. dudes kissing blonde girls. What a weird relationship that is, because she comes at him, like, yelling about, you know, just, like, kind of playing, like, the elitist snob, like, you got to keep your construction guys out of here, you clomping around like a bunch of dumb apes. And then they just start macking in the in the men's room. It's like, what is what? <laughs> what is this? So so this movie is bad. It's bad. This, construction <laughs> guys make a bunch of ants mad. They slowly start. They kill a couple people. The problem is okay. It's kind of long. It's kind of long. It's a yeah. it's a made for TV movie. There's a lot of definitely plot point plot beats that are just like obviously there to stretch it out. Like, once the construction guy figures out that it's ants, nobody believes him, of course. It's like, you have <laughs> no, of course no, not. You have no reason not to believe him. Also, did I miss 
something when okay, so Suzanne Summers' character gets overtaken by ants and dies. That's and that guy end, yeah. walks upstairs, sees her, and then just walks back and doesn't say anything. Oh no, yeah, that that happened. That's I was like, literally what happened. He he just he just finally had his sexual conquest. <laughs> he finally got what he wanted the whole movie, and uh, he sees her dead, and is just like, oh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yep, yep. They don't even ask him why he's got like, well, you just saw a ghost face. They're just like. You know, and then no one, I don't think, ever went back for her body or... No, I mean, uh, one of the guys with the towards the end, when they finally get the suits there and they go in with the uh, pesticide, they stop and linger to, long enough to look at the body, I'm guessing, so they could get that shot of a... Just one back. more time. Yeah. But, yeah. Back and side boob. Slight side boob, yeah. This is a TV movie. They had to savor anything they could put in there. Did you guys see the cover for this movie that's listed on, like, no. at least on the movie database? Nope. It's it's totally, like, you can't see, like, face, but you see hair. It's blonde hair, and it's just cleavage shot with ants all over it. Mm, that's <laughs> What? Yeah. I mean, it's way more racy it's, than I mean, anything actually in the movie. It makes perfect sense, but, but ugh. A little, there's some little plot that obviously doesn't matter, and then it's mostly just kind of characters bouncing off each other and then slowly... The ants. <laughs> Funniest. I. There are a couple like super like hilarious bad movie moments. There's another woman that comes in, and I don't understand what her role is. Oh, she's but like she's, safety inspector or whatever. Yeah, but the guy seems the the man that's there seems to be the actual health ins- inspector, right? Who's the one to be worried about? You know, anytime there's a health inspector in movies, you know, he's a little kind of jerk. And then she she feels more like a reporter. I don't know what she's doing there. Right, but she's more helpful than yeah. The she other is. Guy. She's actually on their side a little bit, whereas the yeah. other guy's like, "Whatever, ants, tell me another one." Yeah, and then you've always. got the entomologist who's like, "No, it's ants." <laughs> See, this guy—that's the guy that was funny because yeah. she takes she takes the like goes to this guy with some ants and is like throws throws the construction guy's theory at him, and initially he's too busy to even talk. He's not interested. Yeah. I don't have time to talk to you. I don't have time to even talk about this. Blah, blah, blah. And then when he's like, well, okay. And he takes her into another room, pops in a videotape, and they watch TV. And I'm like, I thought you didn't have time to even talk to her. <laughs> yeah. It was like another show inside of a show. It was like documentary yeah. inside of a TV movie. And then once he once they get him going, he's like the expert. But he is, his lines are the most ham-fisted, like, here's the moral of this movie. Pesticides are bad. Don't tamper with nature. Like it's so ham-fisted, and like once he started talking, because the dialogue in this movie isn't great, but I was like, well, whatever. It's just kind of crap dialogue with crap characters. But his is like so forced and awkward. I was kind of blown away. So that made me laugh. And then there's a couple like slow zoom zoom ins to people's faces <laughs> on dramatic <laughs> oh, moments. God. Oh god, dude, it made me. I'm gonna have to like. I don't know, try to take make gifts out of them or something because yeah. it was so funny. It's so bad. <laughs> it's an interesting, like the production's not terrible. It's just kind of boring. The set looks fine, but you could tell it's 70s TV. Yeah. And that made it somewhat interesting to me, but it's not good. Once, once they decide, okay, it's actually ants, holy cow, it's off to the races. 
But it's at the races for a long time. Well, I mean, I mean, like we this whole time we've got this one little area that's boarded off and even has like a dangerous keep out sign, and and somehow this dangerous area has got like an like a like a I don't know an exhaust an exhaust pipe that runs into the kitchen. It's supposed to be like some type of sink drain or something that they broke for some reason. Okay. But Jesse, tell me this. What? What 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 riles the ants up? Why do they finally start gathering in mass and taking the hotel down? I don't know. Like just cuz they got just cuz they got like riled up is that like that's the thing that the uh, entomologist is telling them is like they'll leave you alone as long as you don't rile them up. And then I'm guessing what you're getting at here is that uh Mike is like we've got to shut this down. So he gets into like a land uh what is it what do you call that? A land a mover, bull- like a like a, a bulldozer. And he's like yeah. I'm just going to drive back and forth over the ants. He just goes ape in there. I don't even know what he's actually doing. He's just like, I'm going to do this. I'm taking care of business. I am a construction worker. But, you know, like he's not really doing anything. But, yeah, he does just drive back and forth. But he, like, gets mad because they don't believe him about the ants. He's like, well, we'll find out. And he just (laughs) goes ape and starts driving all around in there. And And then his big plan is, like, after he does that, he's like, I just riled up the ants. Where should I go? Let's go inside the hotel. And trapped. that's when the ants start. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're all trapped. Now it's a siege movie, kind of. It is, yeah. So two things about, one, about like the when they show big groups of ants. Most of the time it impressed me. I liked like when the ants were all over the building. You could see like the big trails of ants, whatever, along the walls and stuff. Oh, that was That looked all right. Right. What didn't look great was when they do the far away shots where it's obvious they just like did some weird black effect over a large portion of the frame yeah, and it looks super weird. And at first I was confused at what I was looking at. And I was like, is that supposed to be, what is this? It's supposed to be just like the, the ground is blacked out by all the ants. Does not look good. No. You tired Jasper? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Are, are you numb? He's numb. He's, been, numb. he, he's no. been bit I by the ants. To... <laughs> if you get was... only bit by a couple of the ants, you just go numb. <laughs> no. <laughs> but if you no, get bit by too say... many ants, you die. You did. You did. No, I was if getting you're a little ready boy to say no. in a swimming pool, ants. I was getting ready to say no, and then like my mouth watered up, so I tried to catch it. So I was like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I tried to not drool all over your equipment. Why didn't the construction guy go to the doctor, who was super interested to figure out what was going on with these people, and was asking him for all kinds of like, can you find out what was, what's in that hole? Why did he not take the ants to that guy and say, hey, here's what I think. Examine them. What? <laughs> That guy was too busy. I just like how he stabbed the side of the, the hole with the front loader and then <laughs> yeah, right. riled them up even more mm-hmm. by yeah, yeah. destroying their home. Bad plan. So did Suzanne Summers die after that? Was, was he like driving it around? It was after. It was after. Okay. Like he, he riled them up and then like, all right, post-coital death scene. Good. Yeah. It was just after that because he was driving around during that, like when her and that- the unscupulous. Oh, that's right. He's like, what's going on outside? I gotta go see this. And then he walks over and sits down in a chair and gets a call. <laughs> right, right, right. 
And also, I think, I think I can buy this hotel. She asked him, like, I mean, obviously there was a commercial break or something in there at some point, but she asked him like twice, "Do you really have to go?" What, do you, lady? Like, I don't think she'd be in that bed if she, he wasn't about to buy that hotel. Why is she like, "Do you have to go?" Bad writing. <laughs> right. Bad writing. Because that's what women say in beds, right? Yeah. Right. I just picture when he's he's like out there destroying ants with the the front loader. It's just a front loader, like, moving its bucket up and down, and it's smashing the hands. You just hear, beep, beep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, they cut that sound effect out completely. (laughs) Nobody knew when he was going to back up. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. This is is 1977. There was an OSHA then. (laughs) Or there was OSHA, and they got all ate by ants. <laughs> <laughs> after the ants, OSHA. <laughs> Jesse sent me an interesting message. I'm assuming after, just after he finished this, or partway through it, was a uh, oh my god, worst worst fire rescue ever. They were the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. Like every time they attempt to rescue people, why well, got one for that? <laughs> what, oh my god! What so what, they like On the they ladder. dug the ladder. Yes. Dude. Oh my god. They, and when they like dug Josh. a trench around the whole thing, right? Like they're trying to come up with this plan, and so they make it harder to get to people. But then they finally, they finally get the fire department out there, and they're like, "Let's start, let's start saving people." Maybe it, like they couldn't move the truck just a little bit closer. Just like mm, I wouldn't have went out that mm. well. Okay, I don't like heights either. Although I've never said I'm allergic to heights. I think that's a weird way to put it. But maybe it's not. Oh, was that what she said? Did she say allergic to heights? Oh, She's allergic to heights. Well, I'm not alert. I'm afraid of them. All right, I ain't gonna I sugarcoat mean, it. She's oh, homeless, so let's give her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But no, I wouldn't, dude. He was like feet away. He was several feet away, just like limply holding out in one arm. It's like he doesn't even look like he's interested in helping. He looked like the guy that played Jaws in the early James Bond. A little bit. A little but bit. He's just like, oh, but older, but old you. and fat, kind of. He did not look like a, he was an in-shape type fireman. Not that a fireman had to be, I guess, but they need to be somewhat in shape. At first, I was like, is he going to just grab her and then like take her off the truck and then hide her in his basement? Like, <laughs> boom. Don't blame her for not wanting to go out. Also, no. why send her out first? <laughs> like if he came yes, up to the window as the a rescuer, I'd be like, no, no, send him back. <laughs> and maybe this is how the ladders work. So she gets, she finally, she does climb out the window the guy almost terrified, terrified. She, yeah. And he's holding her like he's got her by her hands and she's just dangling off the end of this ladder. And maybe this is how it works. Maybe this is how they have to do it. Does not seem like the way to do it. So they raise the ladder all the way straight up and yes, I get it. So straight she can, up like, and down so she can like get on the ladder then. But no, <laughs> it seems like a better way to do this instead of let she's just about bring to bring her down to the ground. Let's bring her up several stories. So she's dangling way up there. That way, if she falls, there's no breaking legs. She's dead. Like, and also the whole time she keeps just violently like swaying her body. It's like just, just stop. You're making it worse. Just, yeah, just yeah. stay, stay still. Don't move. And that did look. That was legitimately scary, but also incredibly stupid. The whole thing. And then that guy was like not pulling her up at all. He's like, you know what? I don't have the upper body strength for this, so I can't pull you. No, he was just yeah, yeah. And then well, the guy down on the ground is like, oh. Oh, oh. But then when she finally grabs it, she's like, yep, my men are trained. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, by I that knew time, that's how it would play out. We're good at this. 
was it there were ants coming on the windowsill, so they are like they couldn't do it, or were they just yeah. like, well, that was enough for that? Well, but the, we did we didn't mention, actually, but but uh, sleazy Vegas casino guy, I assume Vegas, but casino guy, like he's already died, like he got bit in the hand. <laughs> he got ants on the hand, dead. Oh, yeah, he just no, runs out, mean, and he was like, no, oh my no. god, ants. <laughs> that was the health inspector guy. And falls down. Oh, stairs. was it the health inspector guy? That was the health inspector guy. Because okay, the you're casino right. guy actually. Oh, you're right. Makes He's it. around a lot longer. You're right. He ends up. He ends I up. Thought they were the, I thought that was a casino guy. Uh-uh. That was the health inspector guy. Okay. Yeah. He if you're not a blonde chick in this movie, you know I don't. I don't have time for you. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, no, don't go out that door. And then he's like, D-d-d-. but oh, and then goes right down the stairs. Uh-huh. Yep. It was pretty quick. Guys are just there to get smooches or dead. <laughs> uh. The reason probably why he died, he never got a kiss. So he, just <laughs> he never did. Nobody loves him. Dead. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to rescue, so they have, for whatever reason, that they're done after that window. So they got to go upstairs some more. The ants are encroaching on the whole place at this point. They go to rescue the la- the wheelchair lady, the older lady, in the little basket. And it gets like hooked on something. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, okay, I get I get it, like, why that's scary, it didn't really pan out to anything, but the lady started wigging out. And I was like, what's going to happen? Is the helicopter going to come down? But nothing. I was like, that was a lot of drama for nothing. I, I would also like to point out that that guy fell then off the balcony like five seconds later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Linda's boyfriend, like, the, the, oh! the lifeguard. <laughs> I thought that guy was done, too. He should have been. I was almost, oh, this is so bad. I was like, come on, break Maybe let that canopy break, 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 yeah, he break, landed, break, break. I mean, he he fell out of this movie into a cartoon because he landed on a canopy. Yeah. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> and then how he got rescued is the other the other construction guy uh, hopped in the bulldozer and just drove it over there so he could hop in that and then drove back. And it's like, shouldn't that canopy be covered in ants? It should be. Everything should be covered in ants except for the top floor. <laughs> Because that's how science works. Well, how many ants were on the side of the veins on the house? That house should have been way over by the time they even... Yeah, they were that not... That basket should have been empty for that helicopter. <laughs> so that... Those, the ants can cl- literally claw, climb straight up a wall. They're not... Those humans are not racing ants upstairs. They can make bridges <laughs> across water. <laughs> they can make bridges. Yep. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why. Right. That's, that's why, why you have to use fire. To, Kill them with fire. We have to make a moat of gasoline <laughs> around the kerosene-soaked hotel and light it up. So we mentioned the helicopter. This is a, another bit that made me laugh hysterically, is when the helicopter then like flies the lady away and goes to land, it kicks up all the ants onto the crowd, the big crowd of people that are now watching. Laughed. I laughed so hard. I was like, you guys are the worst. You guys worst can't do anything right. Worst fire department ever. Or rescue or whatever. They're so bad. bad. I used to feel like the helicopter pilot was going to be Grawlixed, but I feel like the helicopter pilot was like, oh, I'm going to bring her over here. And then just throws the ants up and he's like, uh, bad idea. Whoops. We're going. We're just going to keep flying. <laughs> Not land Sorry. there. Yeah. Hey, there's only one place to land, and it's where that guy was driving earlier with the land mover. <laughs> I love Let's land there. <laughs> I love when they get to the front loader and they're like doing all like the running to it and then they get into it and that thing is moving as slow as possible. The thing is so slow. <laughs> like, hold on. Hold on, everybody. How many ants do you think uh, 
were killed in the making of this movie. <laughs> I mean, they're ants, but dude, there are a lot of ants. And they, those, those things ants. just got trampled on. And So the one thing, one scene that I thought was kind of effective, although ridiculous. So the three people left in the hotel, hotel owner, daughter, construction guy, fiance, and CD guy that wants to buy the place. And they end up in this room and the super exposition moral of the story scientist guy tells him over the phone that, you know, yeah, answer, they res- they react to the aggression. So you just got to be completely still and don't breathe on them. Oh, him. yeah. Don't breathe. So then they come up with the, yeah, they come up with the idea like they're going to breathe through these little tubes. I'm guessing to get the breath away from their body, whatever. But they're just going to sit there still and let the ants like cover them. And it's gross. Like the ants do cover them. But casino guy freaks out eventually and i don't totally blame him because he was covered in ants but a casino guy freaks out starts running and then tries to jump off through the window into the pool and i don't know where he landed but it wasn't anywhere near the pool (laughs) but that said i can't remember her name but the lady who's supposed to not be moving she's just vibrating all over the place like what's their honor valerie what's her name yeah she she should be dead she should be done she keeps she's just right. uh, uh, I can't I can't do it. It's like then you're dead, lady. That's because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering if she's getting like bit because she's like her eyes are rolling and stuff. I was like, is she getting bit or? I mean, maybe a little bit. I think she was just panicking. And then they douse them in pesticide when they find them. Yeah, I was like, that can't be good. I had to, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're breathing. By the way, why can't the ants crawl into the tubes? That's what I was kind of wondering. The wallpaper tubes that he made to breathe through. <laughs> right. Why can't they just step over the freaking ants? Just to run. <laughs> just step over them. It's not like they're giant ants. They're regular ants. Just, yeah. I mean, like you've got at least a 50-50 chance if you just go fast. Other than the couple times they show the weird effect shots where it looks like the ground is just black, most shots show the ground is fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's some veins of like ants crawling around walls and stuff but for the most part just eyeball some open spots on the floor there's a lot and run yeah they're not they don't jump they don't do none of that they're just ants yeah it's like it's it'd be funny if like they're upstairs and this helicopter's there and some guy just walks out the front door like closes it behind him and just walks across <laughs> told you guys you can just walk out they're all just upstairs now just wait till they go upstairs <laughs> <laughs> Just walks out. Movie's over. <laughs> Go home. No story here. Your local oh news God. is up next. The Gong Show is on at nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it. Uh, I don't know. I, I. I had something else, but I lost it. It doesn't matter because <laughs> when this movie was ending, oh no, maybe it wasn't even Masterpiece that. Masterpiece was ending. There was a shot at one point towards the end of the movie. There's a shot where the helicopter's flying around, and I'm looking at it. And look at all the people. They got a crowd there. They got, you know, there's obviously the film crew, fire truck, helicopter. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of work for nothing. <laughs> right. That's they a lot of work for in. nothing. They practically brought in the Coast Guard for these ants. <laughs> they actually did. <laughs> it took them a while to get there. They so had that's, a, well, I was laughing. There was a U.S. Coast Guard helicopter. Like, Oh, that's right. It was a Coast Guard helicopter. And it's lakeside, so... It had to be in California, man. Why couldn't they send the helicopter back? Just have it land elsewhere. Don't have it land next to the ants. Right. <laughs> that was funny because they're basically dropping her off just on the other side of the firewall. 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, no, as soon as you're on that side of the firewall, the small firewall that you can step over, you're fine. I was laughing when you see him in the suits stepping over the fire line, just like, like that's all it took. I mean, you know, the, the characters that are left alive stayed alive, and the the mom character, the, the older lady, is going to go move in with her her sister or something. And, oh, that's uh, right. She's, she's, she's like, don't worry, we'll sell the land. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh, and, uh, those other two are going to go get married and then the, uh, homeless lady and the dumb Flash Gordon, maybe dumber, Flash. Fla- maybe dumber Flash Gordon, uh, uh, uh the lakeside manor, you know, they're going to go, she's going to go live with him now and he's going to make her food because that's what a homeless person <laughs> wants, right? <laughs> go make me some food. That was like, like the whole basis of the relationship. I feel like we've known each other forever. Didn't she have yeah. a line like that? No, was yeah, like, she's like, no, I can't believe you this. have had literally 10 minutes of screen time. I can't believe you know, this morning, you and I didn't even know each other. It felt like years. And he goes, it has been years. Nope. Uh, no. Not really. Not even five minutes, dude. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was some way over, over the top TV drama. Not a lot, but there was some that was ridiculous. I was a little surprised that like the second person... I guess the third person, if you count the second guy that got buried, but the second, the third person to get ant attack was the was like the little boy. Yeah, that's effective. Also, don't crawl around in dumpsters, and definitely don't crawl around in dumpsters when you have nothing but your swimsuit on. You're gonna get tetanus. <laughs> tetanus at the very least is a terrible idea. Yeah, stupid kid. <laughs> stupid kid. And also, he's screaming, running, obviously covered in something. I mean, I know they're ants, they're small, but there was a lot of them on them. And they're like, don't let him in the water. He doesn't know how to swim. Let him in the water. Then we'll pull him out. He'll be fine. Yeah. Obviously, he has something going on right now. And they could not figure this out. Like, I I would think they would have figured it out when he died. But nope, I guess because he hit the water or didn't. No, he did. He did end up hitting the water, I believe. He did not die, though. I noticed they had him live. And I wonder if that was uh, just to lessen it. Like, they can attack a kid, but they can't kill him. I don't know. But they had him live through a little piece of throwaway dialogue. He's okay. He's he's doing better in the hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the ants found him there and finished the job. <laughs> I was just hospital a, bed getting You've heard of carpenter ants. You've heard of fire ants. These are hitmen ants. <laughs> they'll, they'll track you down. I was disappointed that we didn't get to see the hotel burn, though. Yeah. They set it up. I mean, they were literally dousing all the floors with gasoline because the ants were in there, or with right. kerosene, and then dumping 55-gallon drums of uh, gas around it. Nope. They don't have the budget for that. They're not going to burn down no, a building. No. They spend all of it on location shots. All right, gentlemen, are we ready for ratings? Yeah, I think so. All right. Do we want to make... Jesse, do we want to make Jesse go first again, or...? We're going first with you. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I want to see where I want to see where yours flipped. I gave ants one and a half stars, pretty low. I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, one and a half stars because all the reasons we just said it's not a good movie. It's pretty dull, but I almost gave it one, and I was like, one seems a little harsh because there was some, especially towards the end. E- even though a lot of it came down to like rescuer uh, rescuer what's the word incompetence like there was some thrilling stuff towards the end it was they they did good at ratcheting up some suspense even if it was dumb 
And the latter thing, as stupid as that was, made me super anxious because I was like, are they going to kill this lady? And that looks horrifying. And then the scene, I, other than the fact that what's-her-name kept moving and should have been bitten to death, uh, the scene where they were like had the ants covered at them, that was fairly effective and gross. But, but... Other than the fact that ants are gross when there's a huge like swarm of them on you, ants are not gross, generally, or scary, or anything. And I feel like there's a lot of shots of ants where they were it was supposed to make your skin skin crawl. And I don't know why ants aren't don't seem that terrible. Probably just because they're ants, they're everywhere. It didn't really make my skin crawl for the most part. They were they, it was fine. So, meh. anyway, one and a half stars. What'd you guys think? I I'm not gonna go much better. I'm gonna give it a two. And the only reason it gets a two for me is it's it's almost that Evil Dead factor where it's like unintentional, you know, like mm. Evil Dead mm-hmm. one was not supposed to be funny, but everybody loved it so much because they thought it was funny. And then they, you know, then they remade it to be funny. Uh, and I feel like that's what that's the appeal it has for me is this movie was ridiculous. It was <laughs> It was it was so awful. It was ridiculous. Like, like I had so many like WTF moments and uh, just laugh out loud. Like, what is happening right now? Type of moments. Like, okay, the these are ants, and most of the time they don't hurt anyone, and you could literally just like take really big steps over them, <laughs> and and that's it. And and yet uh, we had this this whole plot sort of around them but most of it was not around them at all most of the movie was about the people which is fine because i mean you know ants don't have a lot of speaking lines but (laughs) yeah i don't know i gave it two because it was it was it was infinitely entertaining to me but not for any reason that they intended (laughs) good yeah good i like that that's good all right jasper what do you think if i may (laughs) you may I can I can have any rating I want, right? I'm going with absolute zero. Oh yeah! Wow! Ooh. All right, uh, first okay. zero, huh? Wow! Yeah, I did. I just did not like this movie. I mean, if it was a you know a National Geographic documentary about ants, I'd probably give it a two. <laughs> but I just did not like this movie. Like I could not keep my attention for more than a half second mm-hmm. it was just i don't and the whole music with the ants when they looked at the ants it was like the strings oh just gave me just chills like what like yeah. the the music or the yeah the, the ants or? yeah when they when they would zoom in on the ants you hear the like the strings it was horrible horrible for my ears okay okay but zero wow well we didn't talk about zero movie, out of five. Uh, movie music yet Mm-mm. on on either of these no, I don't really remember. There wasn't really, I don't think there's a lot in Wasp one, but yeah, every time they would look at the ants and ants. You get the strings that you might associate with like ants, right? Like the. It just sounds like they're running their fingers on the top of guitar strings. I'm like. That's part of what was so ineffective about the shots with the ants because they did like ramp up this like creepy music. And I was like, this is not creepy. They're just ants living. Zero. I'm impressed by that. I was gonna go point five after you said what one and a half. Mm-hmm. But I just I can't bring myself to even that much. <laughs> On Letterboxd, there's not a lot of people that have watched it. It's fairly well comparatively. It's fairly well rated. I was a little surprised when I seen that. 
But reading through the reviews, I think it's a lot of people that caught it in 1977 when it was on TV. The internet really likes blonde girls that kiss guys. That's true. It's a good point. Which should just be the name of this movie. The music in Wasp Woman, was it like that kind of... It struck me as... Kind uh, of a jazzy... Maybe not jazz. Well, I mean, like, typical for the era, really. Yeah. It didn't didn't stand out to me because it seemed, you know, like like the movie I'd ex- uh, movie music I would expect, I guess. A typical score for a horror movie of that time. Kind of big orchestral, but you know, nothing sup- no no surprising, you know, like signature score pieces or anything. It has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 15%. Which which one? Ants. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. All right. That might be the lowest that we've that might be the lowest uh that we've talked about on the show this might be the lowest we've talked about on any show (laughs) oh i don't know though i guess there's there's some pretty low ones on like some of the superhero flops but okay so that that 15 percent was audience score okay the wasp woman has a 45 percent with actual critics 23 percent with the audience that's that's a little Mm. surprising to me all right guys Mm. Just don't make them. Don't make the music noise. You always no, make was, the music noise. I was trying noise. not to do it audio, but I was doing that. Okay, <laughs> you always do. You make Thanks. the music noise. Okay, with the recent what I expect to be success of Ant Man and the Wasp, movie studios are looking. They're thinking, hmm, maybe insects are the way to go, but they don't have a lot of money to scrape together for this gamble. So they pick up some long forgotten properties to create the next. Ant and Wasp related cinematic universe. Uh, we'll start with Jesse because I know he's prepared. What, Jesse, how would your Ants and the Wasp Woman cinematic universe go? I'm ready for this. I call this pitch horror returns to Lakewood or aka Ants? Question mark? (laughs) Question mark with an exclamation point. Because the original Uh, one has an exclamation point. This has both. (laughs) Okay. It's been over 40 years since the events at Lakewood Manor. And the secret horror of those events have been mostly forgotten. Or laughed off as urban legend. I mean, ants? Am I right? (laughs) So, on that last fateful day... Ethel Adams said they'd sell that land to someone, and sell they did. Oh. The current owners, however, have a dark secret past of their own. They were once known as Starlin Cosmetics. Yep. After the mysterious and tragic deaths of so many people that closed their doors, all their holdings were seized by the bank. Well, years later... The bank has sold those holdings and the properties of Starlin and the unscrupulous corporate mogul. Now, this is where I really jumped the shark. David Clamp. Plot twist. Yeah, that's the Gremlins 2 guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hasn't learned anything. And they are breaking ground on the construction site for the new Lakewood Research Facility. Now, because it was in his contract... That research facility is not called the Lakewood Research Facility. It's called the Zinthorpe Research Facility because he got it in writing. Boom. 
<laughs> Two dark, long-forgotten secrets are unearthed. Not all of the ants have been killed. In fact, they've gone undisturbed for so long that the swarm is basically restored and the ground and the ants are as toxic as ever. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. At the same time, a budding researcher happens upon the incomplete research notes of Dr. Zinthorpe and his incredible findings and the formula incorporating royal jelly of wasps. Time jump, six months. So they've already set up the, the Zinthorpe research facility. It's up and running. It's a full campus, but it's locked down. You know, So you can imagine there's like walls around it or gated type of thing. Uh-huh. It's running and everything seems to be fine. But within the lab, they're about to resume the dark experiments better left forgotten. Also, the swarm has awoken and the floor drains <laughs> lead right into the swarm's tunnels. The ants contaminate the lab space, kill a lab tech working on the royal jelly formula, and they add this formula to their toxic bite. So now they no longer kill with their bites, but in fact, the lab is soon infected with wolfman-style ant-wasp hybrids because when they bite people, they turn them into wasp women, even if they're men. (laughs) 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 And, And the worst part is these poor lab techs, half the time, they don't even know they're killing people. Meanwhile, widower, uh, I don't I don't know what this guy's name was. I'm calling him Mike Carr. Basically the you know, the guy that pulls uh you know, Valerie into the bathroom to make out. Uh-huh. He comes back, but like she lived at Lakewood her whole life with with her mom, Ethel. And so like she's been she's been exposed to all of these toxins that made killer ants her whole life, so she died early. He's a widower. But I mean like after the events of of uh, ants they did get married and they, they, you know, they were in love. So he's a widower now. And every year to remember his late wife, Valerie, now that he's in his 70s, he comes back to the site that was once Lakewood Manor just to remember. And he sees the new facility and he reacts in horror. Don't they know that this is how we get ants? Do they want <laughs> ants? Oh my god. <laughs> As ants attack and killer ant wasp hybrid people killers continue to spread on the campus and within the walls of Starlin slash clamp <laughs> research slash Zinthorpe research lab facility, Mike finally gets some people to listen to him. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe he gets a front loader and he just drives back and forth, whatever it takes. But <laughs> they finally realize that they have to kill it. They have to kill it with fire. The end. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who needs a third God. act? Come on, they kill it with fire. Boom. I mean, that is that is the third act right there. They kill it with fire. And oh, wow, that was an amazing ride there. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you. Oh, dude. I thought about okay, this so a little you... too much, but I was like, how do you how do you connect these? And I was like, oh, I got it. That you, you totally took my idea, but like added so much more than I. <laughs> I had added. You put so much more thought into it than I did. John Glover, man, like, yeah, bring him in. He's 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 the exec. Got to do it. <laughs> Gremlins two, ants, wasp women. We got it all. These uh these cinematic universes are 
they're really branching out. <laughs> we're, we're, it hasn't aired yet, but the next episode, we also like branch out into other cinematic universes for our cinematic universe. So, uh, wow. I mean, it doesn't even may it doesn't even need to be Gremlins three. I just thought that was funny. It was like, who, what sleazy corporate exec can I imagine that just is so like clueless that he wouldn't even care that this was happening? Oh, here we go. If you follow the tra- trajectory of the Gremlins movies, it makes sense it would go here, in a way. <laughs> in a way, yeah. doesn't even involve the Gremlins, but it's, it's kind of like a look-to-the-left kind of universe. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what's happening over here? Let's follow this guy. What, you, you got anything, Jasper? What do you got? Mine was that she they buried Wasp Lady in that hole, and that's where all the ants came from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait so like years before ants happened and that's why yeah. ants happened like she the owned, one guy she wasn't owned, she owned the uh, lakewood manor then they're like you know we can't really give her a public burial after she killed everybody so they buried her in the manor grounds okay oh, that's how and they became toxic. she sent off a, a pheromone and then the ants picked that up and they so they bit okay they bit her dead body <laughs> <laughs> got, got the royal jelly <laughs> wow you guys have like you guys oh that makes it even more ironic when the lab gets built on it on that same grounds later yeah wow you guys crafted <laughs> a well-defined cinematic universe mm-hmm. yeah like i said i got nothing my idea was was that uh, was basically jesse's idea of what became of starlin industries eventually bought the manor grounds and set up shop there and yeah Woo. guys i really thought in his story where he said that they loved each other and then they had i thought he's gonna say that she's gonna give birth to wasps <laughs> big old baby wasps so, oh my Woo. see we we save we save that for the sequel to jesse's horror or was it horror or return to return. or whatever return to th- horror returns to lakewood yeah That'll be Horror Returns to Lakewood 2. It'll be the Wasp Baby. Son of Lakewood. A, a la The Fly 2, in which we then eventually tie it around in a surprise twist to tie into the original Vincent Price Fly movie. Yes. <laughs> and then it becomes a romantic comedy where one half man, half fly, and one half man, half wasp woman. <laughs> wait, no, wait. <laughs> That's what? not right. <laughs> one half woman, half wasp. <laughs> or wait, you know what? Uh-uh. I Pretty said it right fly the first for a time. wasp guy. I said it right the first time. This is a progressive film cinematic universe. We ain't no 1986 Fox Studios, okay? We're fine with a man fly man wasp woman relationship, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know if that was Fox Studios or not, but whatever. Callback. Or you could totally just throw it for a loop and then be like, you know, she's dead, but then the ants bite her, bring her back to life. She comes out of the ground. Right as she comes out of the ground, she's shot by a shotgun, and it's Woody Harrelson's zombie land. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where zombie land starts. <laughs> that's where zombie land starts. Oh. Night of the Living Wasp. Mm-hmm. Oh. Woman. It's not zombies in zombie land, it's wasp bitten zombies. Yeah, they didn't know. That's how it they claimed it was mad cow. Mm-mm. Mad ant wasp woman. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's gonna bite you like a mad ant. 
One of the movies could be called Anti Wasp. Oh <laughs> Get boy! It? Oh my God! Sweet. <laughs> oh man. Woo! All right. I feel good about that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I feel like I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> You're gonna have to edit a lot, but yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So, Jesse. Yes. Where can people find you? You can find me at GrawlixPodcast.com. Otherwise, you can look for me on uh, the Twitters at Jesse, J-E-S-S-E, no I, Kiefer, K-I-E-F-E-R. How about you, Jasper? I, I feel like I always push you to the end. I don't mean to. How about you, Jasper? Well, you can find me at Twitter, on Twitter, excuse me. Just at- go to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I always derail your... <laughs> All right. Every f- time. <laughs> 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 no, you can find me on Twitter at Ninja Monkey Live. That's N I N J A M U N K three Y Live. And you can find me on Instagram, same name, at Ninja Monkey Live. Okay. I'm not spelling it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find me, of course, at GrawlixPodcast.com. Uh, you can also find me at, on Twitter at Randall Sylvie. And I'll spell it this time. Normally I don't. It's R A N D A L S I L V E Y or randallsylvie.com or electronicmediacollective.com or podedit.com also find Grolux Podcast on Facebook facebook.com slash Podcast, or throw a YouTube at the beginning of that you're there and throw a you know everything <laughs> all the things all the things guys thank you for having me on no problem dude it's awesome thank it's you awesome. for coming sir yeah yeah Jasper, don't listen to the latest episode of Grolix. No reason. Why? I, I bagged on you pretty hard. I felt a little bad, and then I almost cut it out, and then I was like, dude, it's still funny. We we, we ragged on your uh, the ratings a little bit. Your 2.9. The 2.9, and then uh, you know a little bit not yellow, and or not gold. And then... The that star is just not really <laughs> yeah, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> And then I bagged on you making me nervous about watching the movies and whether questioning whether you actually watched the movies or not. <laughs> not to be saying fair, you didn't. To be fair, he also called out Melanie in that same episode. So she she did not sound. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> after like my little rant, she just yeah. She like she did not sound happy. <laughs> She's like, but yeah. I always read them. She's like shrugging. <laughs> <over> <laughs> And I never questioned whether you, like, I never said you come to the show not having watched them. I don't think that's the case. I just bagged on you for making me nervous that you're not going to. Okay. I will say that I, I bumper the day that, I bumper the day that we record, but that's just because of time constraint. But usually I have that day off right before we record, and I just bang them out that right makes there. makes me so nervous. I watched The Wasp Woman. It feels like a month ago. In fact, I'll tell you the exact time here in a second. But I didn't watch Ants. Our next film until last night. <laughs> that was the one on that, that I was having one. trouble. Yeah. yeah. I watched Wasp Woman last night and then uh, Ants today. Really? Ugh.